Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk about Game of Thrones over breakfast. And no, we have not been forgetting all week. We're on Wednesdays now. We, we do Wednesdays now. We're all about that hashtag hump day life. Uh, we're right in the middle, humping each other, <laughs> talking Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you. Today, tackling the very latest Season 8, Episode 4. And I have to admit, everybody is titling their reviews like Season 8, Episode 4. And then something that they, like, deem themselves. So I've seen a few <coughs> things that I thought were the title of this episode. But I believe if I... I, I should have just logged on to HBO again. But again, when I watch the episode, it's not up. I believe the title is The Last of the Starks. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, but I also saw multiple times Dracaris, and I also saw um, another thing that I can't remember right now, like two or three times. So I'm like, wait, maybe? Uh, or maybe maybe the people writing the articles are just as confused as I. I don't know. It's season eight, episode four, the pen penultimate episode of Game of Thrones. And I'm sure there's a different word for that, but you get it. <clears throat> Guys, hi. <coughs> Hello. What's hey. up? Hey. Yeah, I don't find out the title of the episode until we start recording this thing, so it's news to me. It's news. It's news to you. Snooze you lose. Uh well Hans uh Hans is having some uh internet sickness right now. We can't see his face, but we know he's here in spirit. Jeremy is having some actual body sickness. Uh we can see his face and we're pissed about it. <laughs> pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, crawl you're, you're feeling into rough bed man. and die. Yeah, so I apologize now. I'll be hacking occasionally during this lovely podcast, which means you'll get to have spikes and microphones. <laughs> All good. Uh, I will say, I might just cut your audio out completely because, Jeremy, you and I were briefly getting into it here um, before we started recording. Yeah, fuck uh, you again. <laughs> excuse you. Uh, you have some... Actually, it sounded like a, a lot of issues with this episode. <coughs> yeah, I am... Um... So here's my thing, and uh, I think I talked about it a little bit before, is the season finale is, like, this is stressful for me. Expectations aren't, are, and rightfully so, never going to be what I want them to be, like, and uh, so I take it, like, watching the, this episode and the decisions they make, when I don't agree with them, it feels almost like they are... Like, they're wronging <laughs> me personally, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I'm trying to calm down because there's a lot of really good things. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is still a great show, but it felt like a show to me on this episode. Like, it hasn't, it didn't feel that epic thing that it has been for so long for me. It felt very much like a TV show. And that was very upsetting. Interesting. Hans, what, what are your initial impressions here? Uh, I mean, it definitely slowed down a bit, which I, which is what I was expecting coming off the last episode. I don't, I thought it was fine. I'm, I'm interested. I think it all, I, we, we talked about this with some other, um, <coughs> with some of the earlier episodes even. And I think, I think it all just depends on the next two episodes. Like I think sure. the, my affinity for this episode is highly dependent on, where they go with it and how, how they capitalize on some of the choices that they made. I'm not super happy about some of the choices. I think they, I would say the general theme to this 
episode or this season, in my opinion, uh, is just that, that I feel like they're kind of just making the obvious choices for a lot of things. Like they're mm. not really, which is fine, but they're just not, uh, they're not dazzling by any means, in my opinion. Huh. Oh my. Here I, I mean, coming off of our last week episode, which is just an, an hour and a half of us kind of ranting a little bit, I was looking forward to what I thought would be uh, where everyone's like, episode was pretty great. <laughs> I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, and like I said, I don't, I don't, I'm not on the side that thinks the episode's bad by any means. I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was good. <laughs> uh, I thought a couple of the moments were really great. I was never on the side that I, and I'm jumping into some speci- some specifics here, but I was specific. never on the side that I wanted Jamie and Brienne to get together or have any mm. of that going on. Uh, I liked their relationship prior um, when it was more of just a friendship type thing and it's fine. It's whatever. It's just not necessarily what I wanted. And then, uh, I don't know. I just, like I said, I, I just, I'm just surprised at the, the magnitude of what's going on, like how far they're taking things and only having two episodes left. Like, I feel like they're moving a little slow in the three really? episodes aside from obviously the big episode, which last year. Okay. Let's just go from the top because we have so many yeah. things yeah, yeah, we yeah. need to go through. And I feel like to encompass all of the positives, because there's a lot, uh, I want to just start from the beginning. Beginning, fucking fantastic. Right? Well, let's get, let me get let me give you a little plot cap here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a plot it. recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, who do we want it from? Let's see. A little, a little. It's a short one. Okay, good. A little Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Uh, Baby, I'm gone. All right, all right. Uh, you got I don't know what he you got sounds it now? like talking. Yeah, so it's okay. He's gonna to find it. that groove and go with the song. It's gonna. Hey, is he Michael Jackson? He's kind of. <laughs> it's me, JT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the fairy covers, Daenerys ingratiates herself with the Northern Lords. A provision king's landing faces invasion. <laughs> <laughs> they got none of none of those none of, totally none worth of it. those sentence high points fell in the right place at all. <laughs> totally hundred percent worth it. <laughs> so wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear here, I'll just read it for you so you can understand. Oh, all I right? got it. I got it all. Winterfell recovers Daenerys, ingratiates herself with the Northern Lords, a provisions king's <laughs> landing faces invasion. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory. Oh, yes. Okay, but sorry, Jeremy. Please continue. Yeah, no. I. I mean, I love that it opens with Danny, and I love that it opens with Jormont. And Jormont. Jormont. Oh my gosh. Jorah. Jormont. Jormont. Jorah. Oh, what, a, what a great name to come with you know, after he's dead. I, I have had an obscene amount of over the counter cold medicine as well as some other stuff. But, uh, you yeah, know, so Jorah, I, I think that was a powerful moment in the last show. Although, you know, we had our own issues with how it kind of came to part, but very cool still. Yeah. And, and I like. That were reminded of the connection these characters felt. And I'm actually kind of impressed on how little of Pyres there really are, right? Like, 
there were a lot of pirates. I just thought there was going to be and so they were many more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just I from a standpoint learned, of all, yeah. I mean, didn't they burn all of the whatever the the what were the whites at the time as well? Pro, uh, I doubt. I don't know. They all dropped, I wonder if right? they went through and did like a mass dragon burning of a lot of uh, them or something. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's the thing is like, don't they deserve the respect of getting buried too, a burned as well? Yeah, it's. I don't know. I. It, the the yard looks sparse of corpses, yeah. uh, other than those pyres. So they did something with them. <clears throat> so anyway, I thought that was really cool. I like that we get our characters. I like that we have the connections to the houses and you watching them light. And I mean, and, and, and almost immediately, there is this continued reminder of Danny's tension with John, which I liked, actually, because yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, this shit's going to get real this episode. Like... They have got to fucking figure this out. And I don't know if they come to any sort of balance, I think, by the end of the show. Oh, I think they do, though. I, well, balance, I don't know if the right word, but I think they definitely figure it out. No, I think we, I think we know what's going to happen, or we get a sense. But I don't think they... I don't think either one of them is comfortable at the end of this. And I kind of wanted... And I feel that a little disappointing for me. But anyway, so interesting. What do you? I will. Yeah, I will think? say from the first scene there, uh, something happened that I promised myself, I promised you guys, and I promised everyone listening that I would never ever do again. But God damn it, these show writers know how to pull my strings somehow. I had a twinge of sadness for Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Just a. It was a nice moment. And I thought they ruined the ability to have nice Theon moments seasons ago, but it was really good. I mean, obviously, we knew it would affect Sansa. I think that little direwolf pin was a very nice touch. Um, I, again, I don't want to like it, but I did like it. So his arc, I think, feels good. Feels book-worthy good to me. Yes. I'd be interested uh, I'm watching interested it to see. again. If now you, that I know if you how you hate him ends. as much as you do, if I hate him, because yeah. I think what really drives me nuts is that they just they jerk him around so much, yeah. and you never know what's going to happen. Now that we know what happens, I wonder if I can like get through it a little bit more. We'll see, yeah. but I think I think it'll be a while until I rewatch all of Game of Thrones at this point. I'm exhausted. I'll be honest, in a great way, in a in a great way. But um, Hans, any any burial, high points, low points? Nah, I thought it was I. John had a nice speech. Yeah, I really like that one. He's one of his betters. One of his better speeches. Yeah. But still awkward, right? I mean, like, he still pauses in weird moments, and I'm always yeah. like... I think I he's know. just awkward, though. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly, which is you know? which is good. I, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree. I think that it, fit, it very much felt like he was out there like, all right, I'll give it a, I'll give it a John. <laughs> I'll give it a John. <laughs> this, is, this is as deep as I can go. I mean, hey, as you're saying, maybe they maybe they drew, drew some inspiration here because he was kind of sitting out there and he's like, "My fellow Northmen, uh, we are here today." <laughs> that was great. That's fantastic. It was. Uh, yeah, so here's the big question. Next scene, we go into the again. Still don't know what to call it. Great hall, I think, is probably it. But I like dining room a little bit better. Uh, we go into the dining room. They've uh, they you know they've made some cake. They've brought up some beer. 
It's time to celebrate the people who survived and to honor the memory of the dead. And if you caught it, to uh, make sure that we're prop- properly caffeinated enough to film the episode. Yeah, I did see that one. Did you see it in I, the episode? Because no. I only saw the pictures of it. So I did I, not see it in I the episode. I did not see this. Did not notice until I'm just countless memes and pictures later. <laughs> it's, I went back and watched the little visual thing of it. It's not subtle. Like... <laughs> This Starbucks cup, just hanging out. Is it in a longer scene, or is it just like seconds? So it's in that scene when Tormund's giving John <clears throat> a bunch of shit, blah, yeah. blah, 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 mm-hmm. and like Danny's looking up at him and smiling, but then that smile starts to fade. fade. It's in that scene. I don't know. I don't remember. And it's like right in front of yeah, uh, it's Danny. I it's love for- all the things that people wrote on the cup from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You know? I like the one that was, I think my favorite one is like, we all know who the cup belonged to. And it's like a Starbucks cup. And the whole thing is filled with writing. And it's like Daenerys Stormborn, yeah. the unburnt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, it goes through the whole, goes through the whole shebang and ends with drinker of pumpkin spice. It's pretty quality. Um, How did that get missed? So here, <laughs> the best justification I've seen for it is a uh, Game of Thrones cinematographer defends episode that people call too dark so throws a starbucks cup into the dark scene and now everyone notices it. <laughs> he's like hmm doesn't seem to be a problem that's not actually what happened uh it's fine I, yeah i don't know how it uh, i don't know how it got missed do you think somebody was fired from that <laughs> no and actually i think it's actually it's kind of kind of perfect for the show or, in that sense. or maybe with all this cash they're dropping on each episode they just needed a subtle plug get some revenue back maybe that's fair this was a it was an ad like a you know music video sponsorship they just chugged it in there uh john and danny are having their intimate conversation and uh and she's like i wish you had never told me or at least that you used at&t high-speed wireless to do so <laughs> Via Hulu now has sports. <laughs> so um, this—it's not a problem that I have with the episode, but I don't understand it. I mean, I get it from what Danny's trying to do. I just don't really think if it's going to do what she wants it to do and what everyone seems to think it will do. Uh, Gendry is looking around. The hounds like, oh, you probably just want to want to get your dick licked and he's like shut up and then he gets up to try and go do that and uh daenerys is like hey gendry what up do you want to be gendry baratheon lord of storm's end and uh and you know Tyrion points it out it's like hey, uh, he'll always be loyal to you or whatever i get that she's kind of buying him off i just don't get what gendry does for danny what is the benefit of gendry to Danny, because no one knows him. I get the name, like, oh yeah, you have a Baratheon, but you don't know that. You could have picked anybody and said, he's, he's Robert Baratheon's bastard, and put him Lord of Storm's End. I don't understand what uh, what Gendry brings to the table for Daenerys. See, I think it kind of ends that death cycle. I liked that moment, except for the bullshit of, like, her comment to Tyrion of, like, see, I'm clever. It's like, well, well, no, you don't have to be clever to do this. This was a really nice well, thing. I don't think it was a nice thing because that whole scene either. following and stuff, she's she, she's manipulating and Sansa knows it. Yeah, but I don't know why. Why does she need to manipulate? Uh, 
I mean, I think it's I think it's said later in the episode where she's <clears throat> taught. I mean, having a very open moment with John where she's kind of letting her ego air, and she's saying like, "People have never looked at me that way up here." Like she she is really kind of trying to put on that scene, you know, doing her toast to Arya and everything. She's cementing herself in the moments of these northern houses. Yeah, and she's um, alone. And I think the scenes yeah. show that really well, right? I mean, they show groups laughing, smiling, and where she's always by herself. Even when her advisors are near her, they're sitting away from her almost, not like with a group. It's all very solitaire and things like that. I just, uh, yeah, I had a, I just, I, I don't, I still don't get it, yeah. Gendry. Um, again, not a glaring error or anything. I just think it's it's a moment for us rather than a moment that actually makes sense in the show. And I don't have a big enough connection to Gendry to care. <laughs> but do you think it, you think it was done just mainly just for the next scene with with Arya and him, and the sense of like building on her character, showing that it's gonna be maybe she's walking away from that life. I mean, they've they've spent this episode painting Gendry into Danny's corner, and they spent this episode drawing, uh, you know, drawing space between John and Danny, and more pertinently, Arya and Sansa and Danny. Um, so they could be trying to set them to be at odds with each other, Gendry right. and Arya. Right. Uh, but but you said, what what moment are you talking about, Jeremy? Yeah. So with 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 Gendry proposing to Arya. Like, proposing marriage? Proposing marriage. Oh, what? I mean, I am, and I thought it was fine. I mean, actually, it was it was it was exactly what I think the characters would have done that we've been yeah. given, right? That Gendry would have taken that moment, which I don't think either one of us ever believed to be a romantic. What Arya wanted, I love you. This is me saying I want to be together, but more likely the hey. This is going to get fucking real tomorrow and we could all die. I want to know. And I'm a woman and I've decided this is something I want to do. I'm going to do it. And I think that was much more powerful in that moment. And then Gendry being a dude thinking, I'm a dude and I have a penis and this is awesome. I want that. And she wants me, obviously, because we slept together. I don't. I mean, I got that vibe a little bit. I don't think they're going for a I'm I'm a dude. I'm a woman type of vibe. I think it's more of like. Arya's not really a person at this point, you know? She's kind of in brand territory of enigma. Right, right, right. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't mean to be oversimplifying it with that, but I mean, I just think that Gendry th- thinks there's more to this relationship and subsequently gets... We get confirmation of that, right? We get confirmation mm-hmm. of the fact that Arya's like, look, I'm not that person. I never was that person. You remind, you know, I was never the person that was going to marry, you know, Robert son i was never going to be that that wife that stay-at-home person and and i love that they actually gave her that confirmation and i love what the show ends with her with her right i mean with the direction they're going i think that's kind of badass as well and we'll get there but um that one scene from that group if you will because there there goes off to be a lot of of coupling again right we get um you know obviously we talked a little bit about danny and john we talked a little bit about Arya and then and Gendry. Um, but we also see another couple go off, which we're going to talk about, Brienne and Jamie. And is that the only one that actually feels good? I don't, I don't, I don't know if any of them felt good. I liked John and Danny's the most. I found that the most enjoyable. 
I love the Arya Gendry moment for the reasons that you were saying. Uh, <coughs> it, it is the Arya. Not that there were moments or many moments where I didn't like the direction they were going with their character, but this is the Arya that I like. This is the Arya that's my my number one right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what she would do. This is how she would act. Um, I thought it was super true to her, but it wasn't. It wasn't cold or anything like that. Like it was a it was a good moment. She just she knows what she wants, and as you're saying, you know the direction they're going with her where she basically has finally a good moment with the Hound uh, as they're kind of trodden off and uh, alludes to the fact <coughs> that she's not really intended to come back. Yeah, no, and that's that's exactly what I was saying is that, you know, that that neither one of them intend on coming back. Yeah. Which I think is very anti-hero, if you will, and I love that. I love yeah. that neither one of them are placating to the idea that this is going to be that hero's march kind of thing, right? For all they know, they could get 10 feet within where they're supposed to be going to to do who, or to kill whoever they both are going to go kill, which interestingly enough, you know, we we know that the mountain is also on her list, right? Uh yes. So, I think the show could be saying, "Hey, she's going to kill Cersei," but she has Many people that she could still kill. I mean, two, but yes. Yes, that's sorry. That's many in my book. Yeah, she I has, mean the one. The has, one's got to count for a couple. He's a big dude. Right. Yeah. yeah. He. I mean, he's already died once. So I mean, like. And he's yeah. dead. Yeah. What if he would have just turned to bone when the Night King? Died? Oh, would that have been great? That would have been <laughs> fantastic. Um. Yeah. So that was uh And I love the season one callback to Arya's line with the "That's not me." Uh, that oh, was really good. Yeah. Yeah. With the conversation with Ned, right? Yep, yep. yep. Um, Hans, Hans, did we lose you, or were you just so taken by emotion from this moment that you don't know what to say? No, I was just uh, just waiting for my cue. Oh. I, uh, well, buddy boy, <laughs> take it away. Uh, I 100% agree. I, I liked the moment. I think it just reaffirms both characters, in my opinion, as far as kind of how I see them and what I like about them. So I thought it was a good moment. I agree yeah. that I think that's kind of, I mean, I think it played out perfectly. I think that's exactly what Gendry would do in that situation. And in my <laughs> mind, I think that's exactly what Arya would do. So I enjoyed that. I loved the Hound and Arya scene. thought it was great. Love that we get a little nod to what we all want. And that's Hound saying he's got some business to finish. <laughs> Did you, I saw a thing before the, before the Battle of Winterfell episode. Um, that was a grid of characters ranked on how safe they were yeah. and why. And uh, and it was the hound was like marked the most safe character, and under and under the description for why it just said uh, air horn blows in the distance. Clegane ball. we need we need that. I'm ready for it. Clegane ball 2019, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My body is willing. I can't wait. Um, what if yeah. it's just like the lamest fight ever? That's <laughs> oof. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, again, I want to be careful with the predictions because, as we've already established and now reaffirmed, uh, expectations can be a bummer. But I still think Arya's going out to the mountain, and that'll be shit. You think that? I, I mean, they're traveling together now. They're reestablishing that rapport. Yeah. Obviously, the Hound has to 
do something, right? Or, I just maybe he doesn't. Again, maybe he doesn't, and that's fine. What? So, uh, so I think those characters are going to be connected in death, and it's either going to be Arya's killing the mountain after the mountain kills the hound, or vice versa. I totally agree. With sure. You. I just I don't know, and maybe they'll keep it going. Like I said, got to be careful <laughs> with predictions now. Uh, I just feel like Arya's kind of had her big moment, right? How many? I mean. Yeah. How many more big, I mean, then it just becomes a story about Arya if she's just killing everyone, which is fine, I guess. But she I feel like there's... had to pick a main character. Yeah, I guess there I just... worse choices. Yeah, and I'd be fine with it. I just, <coughs> I just, something's got to happen. I, I don't know. I don't like the idea that the mountain just kills the hound <laughs> after all we've been through. I mean, it's on the one hand, it's like... <laughs> Just, just from a fandom perspective, if it happens, if the hound kills the mountain, people are going to complain that, oh yeah, we saw it coming. If the mountain kills the hound, they'd be like, well, that's not satisfying. Like, I'm starting to think that nobody's going to be happy. Like, <laughs> oh for sure. And how could you be? The, the stakes are so high. We've invested a decade into this, and expectation bias or not, like, you you have a lot invested potentially in this show, and. I think, just because we have been very critical of everything, um, I, I don't think the show is doing anything bad right now. This no. episode in particular I thought was great. Um, and also, this show could end terribly. It would <coughs> still be a great show. Like, yeah. I'll be bummed if it ends terribly. Yeah, and I, I, I've kinda, I think this season more than any of the prior and it's probably just because it's the first time i'm watching it but i don't know i'm just uh just kind of along for the ride at this point i'm not uh like i'm being critical on super small stuff obviously but i uh, i've totally enjoyed all the episodes i have no like you know major gripes with any of it to be honest just see what happens uh one last thing while we're kind of still talking about the whole the relationships kind of theme Ooh. that they went through in this episode of all the different ones i've already i've Hans, already are you are you proposing to jenna here on on the podcast <laughs> no <laughs> i've i've already said i've already expressed my issues uh with J- j girl <laughs> with jamie and uh brianne oh you know how yeah, yeah. I feel about that, so I'm just gonna go right past that. <laughs> oh and, no, no, no! I got we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk okay. about that. But I have another relationship comment from a Hit different me. relationship. You want me to? You want to go first, Jamie? No, Brand? no, go ahead. All right, roll, roll. John and Daenerys. Mm. What I thought was interesting about this, and I found it very reminiscent of Daenerys and Sansa, that interaction where it's like, how much is Daenerys? Like, I get that she's kind of you know opening up a little bit to John. And, you know, we're seeing maybe a little bit more of that uncomfortable side of her. But then all of a sudden, again, she has this just like switch and it, where John kind of just John basically isn't is saying she he's not necessarily going to do what she wants. And then she just you can see it in her face and she turns it off. And it's almost like she's kind of maybe just playing him a little bit. I don't know if it's 100% that. I think she does feel something, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel there's some manipulation there as well. Oh, hell yeah. So I you took think it more she from does the not love him? Just so just so I can get the big summary of that statement. Does Danny love John? Yes. I think so. 
But Danny loves Danny more than Danny yeah, loves John. For so sure. That's, that, so that's the bigger point. When yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it has nothing to do with anything <laughs> yeah. other than just Danny yeah. is trying to get to that throne. Danye West. Danye West. <laughs> uh, Danye. So I love the conversation between John and Danny for a couple of Me reasons. Too. Me too. Um, it. Because my biggest gripe at this point is literally just tell her you don't want it. Like, <laughs> that's all you got to do. Turns out that's not all he's got to do. Uh, they've, they've been having this conversation. We're kind of finding them in this awkward moment where they're not pissed at each other. I mean, he doesn't have any reason to be pissed. She's not pissed at him uh, until the end of that conversation, really. They start making out a little bit. Then they realize their tongues feel a little too similar genetically and they stop. Uh, you think that's like what kinda, it was? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what it was. I think she bit him. I think she was like, Grr. That could be. That could be. Um, <coughs> yeah, so they, they, they back off. They get a little awkward. They're like, oh, I wish you never would have told me, blah, blah, blah. And we get a very open moment from Danny. I think the most open we've got of Danny in the show because it's her being very real about the fact that she's rather selfish and has this egotistical thing. And again, no fault of Danny's. It's the thing she's been told her whole life. Uh, it's it's what she said has been her only desire, you know, her only goal for this entire time. Um, and she she has I, again. I think she has fallen in love with John, but it's it's not the end all be all to her. Um, and I took the the turn off in this moment, like in the thing with Sansa, where we have the similar scene, and she just goes stone faced at the end of it. I think it's very much she was playing Sansa. Here, I think she's kind of invested in it, and at the end, it was more of her, like, killing off emotion. I'm not saying, like, cutting ties with John, but it was her, like, all right, I gotta be, I gotta be cold, and if he's gonna play hardball, I gotta play hardball. And it was her shutting down a little bit. Um, could, it could not be. I don't know. But I thought that that moment was really cool. Because it made this weird sort of tension that I kind of thought felt forced, not forced. Right. Because they're addressing it, they're not just treating it like this thing that exists in the background. They are talking through it, and it doesn't go away. It very much sticks around. It kind of accelerates in a, in a certain realm of things. Um, so I appreciate that John is not going down a, a path that I was concerned he would, um, which was going to pit him against Sansa and Arya. I didn't like that. Uh, I like what they're doing with him instead, but I thought that the John Danny moment was top tier. For sure. Thought it was great. Yeah, I just want... I think I want... I think the show tells the audience now in a couple of different scenes, guys, they're not going to rule together. This is not oh. happening. But I, did you ever really think it would? No, but I felt like I, I just I said I just feel like that's that's a conversation that like I feel like so many people wanted, and I felt like the story progressing like okay they're related. All right, so now that should be enough because knowing <laughs> John and knowing, and then people are like oh no no what they still love each other yes they still love each other, but shit is getting real right now for other reasons. And then the conversation with uh, Varys and Tyrion is, like, they pretty much both say it out loud as well. Of Like, yeah, you know, like, I would love them to be together and rule together, but she will she will overpower him. And there's nothing to stop that. And, he, and I thought that was, 
that was one of the coolest parts of the show, actually, for me, is that conversation. I really liked those two together. Varys, uh, we wondered where he was. Uh, holy fucking Hell shit. Yeah. Like, about time. And does a fucking fantastic job in this in this show. He is back, baby. He has a purpose. It's it's seedy, it's underhanded, but I love it. And yeah, Varys finally uh, coming back to the fold here. Um, back in his territory, in his element. He knows what's going on. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> actually think it's too much seedy and underhanded. I feel like he's like fucking blatantly like on it of just like you told I told you I'd tell you. To this. Tyrion. Yeah. To Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. is a no. good character development from that. Like Varys is sharing a lot with Tyrion <clears throat> here. Right. Right. Which is cool. Oh which sure. Yeah. I mean I, but I mean it pretty much ended with it was pre- his intentions seem I mean, they're pretty dark. <laughs> it alludes to some alludes to some shit. So Yeah, I don't uh Oh. I, it feels good. I'm happy that they that they didn't kill him in the last episode so that we could get this moment again. Because we, we have been wondering out loud what's going on with Varys. I do find it a little interesting uh, just from a character standpoint. And I know I don't have any major issues with it because I think that they've made this character to be that. They've never really strayed from it. But I just... <coughs> I wonder why he's so selfless in the sense that he, you know, everything he does is for the realm. Like, I guess, why does he have such a connection with the realm or like what, what makes him so interested in that? I guess, I don't know. So it, it might be hard for a terrible person like yourself to understand, but I think like good so people care that. about other people. Sure. 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 Yeah. It's um, like, I was like, when you say good people, like, <laughs> You mean like they're good because they're awesome, like me, or yeah. like? I, but that's no, that's a good point, actually. Get um, it? Yeah, I mean, I I totally get it. But I mean, I th- I would say a lot of people in Game of Thrones are just as good, but don't. I mean, he takes it to the whole a whole nother level. Because I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like, is hmm. so his intention here is maybe you know murdering someone for the better of the realm, and not necessarily murdering a bad person, just murdering who he or getting rid of who he doesn't think is best fit for the throne. And I don't know. It's one, I mean, it's obviously a very philosophical question of would you murder one to save a bunch kind of thing, but it just seems like he is very skewed to that, to the realm. Maybe it's a no penis thing. I don't know. It might be a no penis thing. We were talking, uh, we were talking a lot about alignment over the weekend. Uh, Varys, pretty, a pretty freaking shining example of chaotic good. Anyway, I'm fine um, with it. Just thought it was yeah. an interesting topic. It's a good point. I think, so we have made Varys, we have redeemed him, he's back, he's relevant. Um, the opposite happened with another of our characters that we have been uh, asking what's going on with, and that would be Ghost. Uh, this pissed kill me Ghost. off. Confirmed. He's back. He's alive. Uh, John gives him to Tormund. Like, it's no big deal. To take him north of the wall. And I understand it. But then he just walks away. And by the way, it, again, I'm not the person to point this out, typically. The ghost looked horrible. Uh, I should say, he looked like a sticker on the background of the... Like, it didn't look good. I get what they're going for. I get that John is trying to kind of 
you know, he's conflicted right now, <coughs> and that is such a shining example of his stark heritage. And I think he's trying to distance himself from that for Danny's benefit, but also he's trying to come to terms with who he is or is not as a person as far as lineage goes and as far as what he's going to do. And Ghost doesn't fit into that. I get it, but it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't even say bye. He just doesn't say bye. There's nothing. Yeah. I think this is probably the last we'll see of Ghost. Um which at this point it's a terrible ending. I don't understand it. Yeah, um, why did so they killed all the other dire wolf like pretty much all the other dire wolves off and this is what they end ghost. Yeah, we don't, don't even get, get it. like a ghost scene where he's just like wrecking, right? We just get him yeah. running. Yeah, we didn't even see him in the last episode like for more than 2 seconds. Yeah. And, and again, some, it's yeah. it's not an issue of what they're what they're going to do. Like I'm not trying to tell them what to do with ghost. Just do something with him. Right. Or do nothing, but then stop <coughs> pretending like you're going to do something with him. Like, do leave you, him alone, kill him off, whatever. Make up your mind. Do you like that we get Tormund and Sam and Gilly just leaving? Like, is this the last we see of these characters? Tormund, I think, yes. Because uh, they kind of rounded him out. I think jokingly, I think jokingly, they're using <coughs> Brienne to tether him here. Mm-hmm. Um as sort of like, a, oh, maybe will they, won't they? And they close that out in a way that seems like he kind of moves on pretty handedly. And I think that was a pretty nice way of them saying, Tor- Tormund's bound for other places. I yeah. think we're done with Tormund, if I had to place a guess. Uh, Sam, I bet we'll see. So where was, where was uh, maybe I missed it in the episode, where was Junior, Sam Junior? I don't know. Didn't see him. Maybe he died. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and they talked about her being pregnant, and I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Like, so is... She's pregnant. So maybe that's what, you know, John looks at her, and, and he's like, what? And she's like, oh, no, it's just, you know, that battle was really dangerous, so I shoved Sam Jr. back up into, <laughs> into, into me. Into my bed. It's been harder than we expected to get him out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was scary, so I threw Sam at someone. You know, John <laughs> has such such those like kind of dumb moments every once in a while where I was half expecting when uh, uh, I can't remember if it's Gilly or Sam who actually says it, but they say, Oh, we're going to name him John. You know, yeah. I almost expected John to be like, well, that's not my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, which I mean, which uh, at least they would have known. Yeah. Or at least Sam, I assume Gilly. She had half of the equation, right? Uh, I liked the I liked the little. I uh, hope it's a girl. Yeah, yeah that was cute. good. That was a good line. Can we jump back to Bron and Jamie? Or oh Brian my and god! Jamie? Thank God. So okay, Brian and Jamie. I've been adamant that I don't want a Brian and Jamie thing. When they were doing <coughs> it before, I didn't think that that's what they were going for, and I stand by that. But I think in the last couple episodes, they have built a very nice narrative for the two of them, and it seems fast. But I really liked them getting together. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I was actually very into it. Interesting. How into it? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <coughs> pretty, uh, I'd say two, three knuckles. <laughs> uh, it was good. I, I liked it a lot. I think it was, um, 
Especially how it ended up playing out later in the episode. See, that bothers me how it plays out in the episode. Why give us the satisfaction to be like, what the fuck? It's just another step backwards. It's like schizophrenic in the same episode. Oh, I think I that's do. a. I think that's a. I think he's old yellering her. I think that this is a like, uh, or not old yeller. What's the? <laughs> no, not the dog. <laughs> he's he's not shooting her. He's uh, take, I was like, <laughs> you mean like Harry and the Hendersons? <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. He's doing the whole, you know. Can't you see? I don't want you. He's he's leaving that bad taste in the mouth so that she can go on and do her thing. I don't think he's going back to protect his sister. I think he's going back because he knows he's got to stop his sister. Uh, still I, adamant that we're, you know, Jamie has not turned. I, I understand where they're throwing that vibe in, but I didn't get that. I thought that they were going for a, I, I have to go do something. I came here thinking I would die, <laughs> thinking that this would kind of be done for me. And, uh, and no. And I think especially because Braun shows up Worst and part. is Just, basically letting Jamie know, hey, your sister's paid me to kill you. Uh, that that was kind of nail in the coffin for Jamie. He's like, okay, I, I don't want to do this, but I have to. And he knows it's not going to end well. He knows he's probably not going to come back from it. And so rather than leave Brienne with that, he, he did a, you know, I've, I've always found the thing stupid from a personal perspective because it was something that I would never think to do to a human being. But I get the, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you like the bad guy so <coughs> you can move on. Yeah, I think I kind of like the idea of the whole like, Brienne, oh, actually, <laughs> come outside quick. <laughs> I have a little like a little surprise for you. Uh, <laughs> Good old, old yeller treatment. <laughs> the old yeller. Um, but you didn't like it, Jeremy. Yeah, no, I mean, like, so I, of course... I- I feel like you were the biggest proponent of this, too. Yeah, well, so no, I'm a proponent of them. I like their relationship. I like that, I don't know, there was something about that that kind of romance but wasn't. And I love the way you guys are always like, ah, nah, no, it's not, like, real. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be sexual. I want it to be that respect, that love, that admiration, that, like, oh, like, I get, like, you're you embody what it means to be a knight, to be a good person. I've forgotten that, and you've shown me that back, and I care for you because you've allowed me to be me again. I think that they're... I think that they very much alluded to a deep connection for Jamie in particular with that scene that's kind of a counterpoint um, to a couple episodes back when Arya and Gendry hook up, and it just shows Arya, and she's just kind of lying awake, and, you know, she's pondering battle, or she's just going like, yeah, that was all right. Whatever she's... Jamie was very much the awake one here and he was just kind of staring at her and there was a lot more in his eye. I think that they were very much going for the fact that he was yeah. in love with no, her. No, and I mean I think I definitely think that's the way it went. I said I was kind of surprised how that grew so quickly. And I'm not mm. not Yeah, it was fast. I guess it bothers me cuz I still don't like the way it ends. I mean, I understand your point and what you're explaining to that's the way you direction you think it went, but yeah. I really felt like after everything that they could have done, it was just kind of like, uh, I don't know, an odd decision. I, you know, I stand by what I said about this relationship. Didn't want it. Didn't care for it. However, I did like all the scene or the <clears throat> kind of the major scene leading up to it. 
Uh, actually, I liked all the Jamie and Tyrion interactions. I thought yeah, they were great. Good. And I liked the Jamie, Tyrion, and Brienne kind of game. They go back to that game that you know Tyrion likes. But I, I thought all of that was great. And I kind of knew where it was going once that started. <coughs> but again, yeah. didn't really want it. Not upset about <laughs> it. Just didn't want it. Fair enough. Did you like Bronn coming back? No. Hated it. No. Me too. How did he get in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carrying that giant crossbow that he reloads amazingly fast, by the way. Seeing how you have to step on it on the ground to reload an arrow. Yet he can do it while sitting at a table? No. No, I think uh, I think there was a scene of Joffrey talking about that crossbow where it's different and new and you can reload it faster. I think he shows Marjorie that you don't have to do that. Oh, see, I thought it was. Yeah, there's something wrong. Right. No, I think you're right. There was something about it. <clears throat> um, but I will say, so I, no, I didn't love that they threw him in there. It, it seems stupid for him to be like, hey, your sister paid me to do this thing. I'm not going to do it as long as you do better, blah, 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 blah. And then he just kind of lets them go and leave. I thought it was stupid. I didn't think it made sense. Um, I, my heart did jump when he fired that arrow. I thought for like, I panicked. <laughs> you thought Jamie was dead? I thought he was fucked. Like, uh, just because it was such a moment of like a callback to that Tyrion Tywin thing. Where he's just like, you know, say horror again. And he did. And he just shot it. Like, instantly. You don't have any time to process it. He just gets shot. Um, and so I thought that they were going to maybe just do something like that. I, I actually audibly gasped. And then he was fine. But I just, <clears throat> I don't, and I get that they've always played Braun out to be <coughs> this type of person. That he's really in it for himself and everything. But I got to think that there was some sort of friendship between him and at least Tyrion, right? And it just seemed a little quick. Like, I expected this interaction to go much differently. I expected it to be, at least from my perspective of the characters, I expected him to show up and sure, be like, hey, your sister told me to kill you guys. And kind of like, almost more of like, in a (coughs) friendly conversation, kind of joking about it. And maybe then asking for more stuff because that's his character. It just seemed weird that he went all like, basically... Just punching him in the face and an asshole. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a play or something by Braun because he he only wins if Tyrion and Jaime win and stay true to their word. Yeah. Because if Tyrion and Jaime win, he can't he can't go back on that. Cersei can't pay him. <laughs> if yeah. Cersei wins, Tyrion and Jaime are dead, and he can't win from that. So the only th- way he comes out ahead here, it, getting what he wants to get, is if you know he is if these guys stick to their word and do what they say they're going to do and survive to do it. And I think that he knows that. Um, and so looking at this as more of a way of him coming to say like I'm not going to do this, but you owe me because these guys do owe him a lot. But I thought it was stupid. I thought it was. And they just threw him into a situation he had no right being in. And um, with all the progress we've made with stubborn-ass characters like Braun and the Hound, it seemed like a big step back. Yeah, it really yeah, did. It and did. even when he's been stubborn in the past, he's always kind of had more of a carefree <coughs> witty. You know, way to, way to do it. Witty. He was just a dick. He wasn't he was even enjoyable or funny or anything. He was just, and he was almost just a villain 
which was weird. Which was odd, exactly. He's always been he's always been likable, and he just wasn't likable, which was yeah. I didn't. That was my least favorite part of the episode. I feel like maybe they're told the writers were told in the book, uh, maybe of what he does. So I was I was wonder that when I when I read that Martin kind of gave like in cliff notes of how all the books were gonna go. And maybe these jumps are just the writers trying to fill gaps. Like, you know, because some of these progressions, they seem so out of character and quick. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But I'm like, (laughs) oh, maybe this is happening because this is the only way they can get to that point. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Um, But yeah, and I like Bronn. Bronn was always one of the... I mean, he mm-hmm. still gave me a couple, like, like was it, mounting shoes and a couple guys, and I'll impregnate that bitch. Like, yeah. I, best line in the show for me, one of, or one of the best lines. And he's been, uh, even last season, he was kind of meh. Didn't care for him. But he saved Jamie. And I'm oh, just like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. That did happen last season. Yeah. So I guess it's just really this season. Yeah. I don't give a and they kind of, time. like... When they went to King's Landing, and he's like, I'm just going to stay here and drink. And they're like, okay, cool, peace out. Yeah, whatever. But it's like, why not take him north? I don't understand. Why not take one of the best fighters in the show that we've known north? Like, yeah. So. Well, I buy, I buy his not wanting to fight the dead. And I buy him not wanting to get involved in Danny's war. Uh, but I just, I can't buy that and then at the same time think that he's like just this terrible cutthroat dude. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Don't yeah, because the only relationships we've even really seen built with him are with Tyrion and Jamie, and yeah. they were mostly good. So yeah, weird. very good, really. Yeah. Anyway, so back in Winterfell, John and Daenerys have their heated conversation. She basically gives him an ultimatum: "There's there's a way we can make this work. It's by keeping it quiet." He says, "I gotta tell my family," and she says, "Don't." And then he does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which again, <coughs> I love that we're just getting to this. I love that this isn't wait another episode for him to come around so that we get another moment of, my name is Aegon Targaryen. Um, he has Bran, Tell, Arya, and Sansa. We kind of get their reactions to it. And something I very much did not expect and didn't know how to feel about it in the moment, kind of like it a lot in retrospect from a, her character perspective, uh, Sansa spills the beans to Tyrion. Pretty immediately. Yeah, immediately. (laughs) Uh, Swears herself to secrecy. You can see the gears turning where she doesn't want to betray John, but she really does think that Danny has some problem here. And I think her and Tyrion have had these moments. You know, last episode she said it wouldn't have worked between us because of, you know, your loyalty or whatever. And I don't know what's changed there. Maybe she's seen more into Tyrion. Maybe she's giving him a little bit more credit. Um but that whole what if there was a better choice was a really cool seed to plant. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I, I think the best meme I've seen recently for that specific thing was don't tell anyone. And Sansa's looking up and she has a group text open. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. But that's and really I was great. like, she's like, oh, no, I promise. <laughs> but this is the shit like I... I love most of where Sansa's at for the past couple seasons. My biggest gripe is when they were trying to, like even the tension between her and Arya I got. My biggest complaint was when they were pitting her against Jon for a bit, where they're like, you know, when Littlefinger was still involved, and granted we don't know how much of that was show, 
Um, but they're, they're kind of playing like, oh, Sansa's has <coughs> got these aspirations to rule and stuff. I think that really put a nail in here. Um, uh, where she's like, you know, what if there's a better option? I, I want my brother to be safe here. Um, I want my family to be safe. It's This is not about her. And the fact that she has made those leaps and we get the moment in this episode where Tyrion and Varys are talking and they say, like, have you ever considered that that's who should rule? Somebody who doesn't want to? Um, I think reaffirms my thought that maybe we're going to get some Sansa on top action at the end. Maybe. 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 I don't it know. would be. Uh, <coughs> I think we're going to get rulers that we don't expect. I think, and I think it's going to be good for the show. And I think we're going. And hopefully, it's the people we we see coming. Um, like I, I, um, you know, Varys always makes his comment on who he's for. You know, it'd be interesting to see if he tries to set on a throne at some point. No, 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 no. Varys doesn't want it. Very, and beyond that, I don't think he would do. He knows that he can't do it. They yeah. had that conversation previously. You know, you got to have all these factors, and he has none of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just to just to clarify here, you think it's both going to be somebody that we see coming and something we don't expect? Yes. So it's someone <laughs> okay. we see right. coming, but we don't expect them because we, we, we know their name, so we know of them. Sure. Um, you know what? And we don't see – you know what it is? It's like it's like that time when you're driving and like there's the light that turns red, but you swear it was green, so you mm. trickle through. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> so, so the end of the show is going to be a crime. Yep. Yep. Like, okay. Like a really obvious one, but you didn't see it until it happened. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you're like, ah, oh, yep. yeah, that's that, a that's the crime. That's a misdemeanor traffic ticket. Yep. That's that's running a red light. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think a single other thing even happened at this episode. So, not a, not a thing. Um, feels good. Yeah, was, it was pretty was good. They make plans. The Hound and Arya trot off. Jon's army is a bit far behind, but they're on the way. Uh, and then, yeah, Danny's headed down to Dragonstone. Oh, um, well, oh, maybe maybe this was in a dream. I, I watched it so close to going to bed. There was a moment. When Danny got to Dragonstone, where if I'm correct, we lost another dragon in a <coughs> moment that I could see coming from the second that Danny was smiling, flying, and you know looking at Rhaegal with this like pride. Um, and interacted with Rhaegal more when they were on the ground initially as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Um, so I knew. The second we're in this scene, I knew something was going to happen. And it kind of played out pretty much like I imagined. But it was so heartbreaking. It was really sad. Holy shit. At first, he gets the one arrow in the chest. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I was like, but he could probably survive this. Gets a fucking another arrow in the chest. And I'm like, okay, there's still hope. And then fucking through the neck. (laughs) Through the neck and the face. I'm like, dear Lord. I did not like that. I, I will never watch that scene again, probably. It was really, I mean, it was great. It was well done, but God, it was sad. Um, it makes but then, it makes me want her to get revenge. Like, it makes me want her to go full tilt crazy, you know, when I, when yeah. I see that. Well, she had, so she, yeah, she had the one moment where she almost did dive bomb kamikaze, uh, and she, she pulled up. She saved herself at the last second there. And then, holy shitballs, her fleet gets wrecked. These things are deadly. Uh, these little 
ballista scorpion things. Uh, wreck, wreck, wreck. Fleets. Like her third fleet is now screwed. Yeah. She goes, oh, this bitch and her ships. Uh, <clears throat> and then <coughs> get a bunch of people washing up on shore, except for Miss Sande. She's nowhere to be seen. And then, bum, bum, bum. Then we kind of go back to Winterfell. I actually get the moment with Jamie, but we already talked about that, uh, where he goes south and he says, I've, I've got to go. My sister, here's all the terrible things that I've done. My sister's hateful, so am I, and and leaves Brienne crying. Another very sad moment. Again, I think it's a little bit more than meets the eye. I don't, uh, I don't get the whole five step backward vibe from Jamie. They could be going that way. They've done it before. They've done it before. Uh, they have done it before in worse ways, so it's not impossible. But then, uh, then it's time to meet at King's Landing, which. They appear to have some new gates. I've never seen these gates before. <laughs> I was what, yeah. Okay, thank you. Because I was like, where the fuck are we? Like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. When So when Cersei's looking out the window, and she's, I was like, where, what are you looking at? I was trying to figure out where they were hiding. Uh, because this is right after the Euron thing. This is like, <coughs> maybe they're they're tricking her. They're, they've gone somewhere. Where Where are you? And no, they're just in King's Landing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very different. Uh, it's fine. I guess we haven't done much at the gates. Fine, fair enough. But it was a uh, it was yeah, a good touch. Even the scene from like looking at the gates when she was up there, you don't even see King's Landing in the background. No, no. it's no. bizarre. Very uh, odd. And we've I mean, seen like full pans. We've seen like full pans of King's Landing. Yeah, and we the castle, like. if that's where she was at, is in the very back. So you would have to see the whole city to see the gate. Yeah, uh, weird. Uh, but maybe this is a different gate. I don't know. But D- Danny and like five people <laughs> march up to the gate. Seems really fucking stupid. <coughs> uh, but they have another little treat moment with Cersei. You think that they wouldn't trust her to do that. Somehow they do and everything goes okay. Um, even though in that moment, what would be preventing Cersei from killing everyone? That's what she I was asking. these dragon killing weapons that just proved incredibly effective. That's what I was wondering the whole time. Like, Cersei has no reason to leave them alive. And there's nothing that they're going to be able to do. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, and like how, like, there's four of them on the front of this as they're all staying out there. And, like, she's com- Danny's completely unprotected. And I'm like, why not just shoot some bolts at her? What, what, what are they going to do? Yeah, maybe they're out of range, but they don't look it. Uh, yeah, don't really understand, but whatever. I'll suspend my disbelief, I guess, for the moment we get with Tyrion yelling at Cersei. All this, I love the idea of Cersei because it, it's such a it's such a good Cersei move of her just filling the castle with people, knowing that uh, knowing that they're going for this more White Knight approach with Danny's takeover, knowing that they could have just burnt the city down at this point. And so she's just kind of doubling down on on that. She's like, "Hey, you want to get to me? You're going to have to play yeah. my game. You're going to have to play dirty." And uh, I mean, we. Whew, <laughs> I think Danny's about ready. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. I like when Cersei basically when Cersei says too, she goes, "Leave the gates open." Yeah. And so it's yeah, it's good good move. Uh, she's she's diabolicalness. This is the Cersei I love. Uh, again. To hate a little. I honestly didn't even mind Euron so much in this episode. I am I think wondering. 
I think that's because we just barely got him. Well, yeah, that's what I want. But, to be um, honest, but I, I'm saying he was on screen, and I didn't wish constantly that someone would just stab him through the heart. Mm, like that moment where he was where he was firing on the dragons and stuff. And um, first of all, I've never really given credit to how much this guy looks like Theon. Uh, the resemblance there, especially in that scene when he's like looking up at the dragon and smiling, he looks a lot like uh, like Theon. Mm. So the resemblance there is really good. Um, but then. I kind of I liked that. I thought he did he did well there. I Maybe just Rob's for, good to me. I don't know. Like for me, it's I'm gonna enjoy his death. Oh God, yeah. Right, and I think they've built enough sure. anger for us that we're gonna and just we're just gonna live it. I'm gonna now. They didn't give a nod to it at all in the show, but I am believing that if they wanted to, they could pit Euron against to Cersei. Because we get this moment early on where she tells him she's pregnant and he gets all happy and beat me with pride. And then we get the Tyrion moment where Tyrion says, surrender for your baby. Like you and your child can live and uh, is kind of prodding Cersei emotionally. But Tyrion would have no way of knowing about that baby. And I mean, when Cersei told him about it, uh, it was, you know, Jamie's baby, which it is Jamie's baby. Or it's at least not Euron's baby. You know, if they're making a different <coughs> twist with that or something. Uh, so, you, wouldn't wouldn't Euron realize that? He's like, wait, 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 wait. wait. You, you haven't seen her in months or however long it's been. Timelines are tough. Uh, you wouldn't... <laughs> I just found out today. You would know about this baby. Um, so, maybe Euron knows Cersei's playing him. Maybe. It's so good. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, well, I'm, smart. I'm a lot better at this than you. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I, I think see, that's I, well I, established. True yeah, story. I've seen, I've seen the way that people look at you, and they don't look at me like that here. <laughs> it's a, and then, uh, so I love all of this stuff. I love all this tension, this craziness, the dragon died. The, God, that was heartbreaking. Um, and then the fact that Kyron's just like surrender or Masande dies. And then they just did it. Like people talking about this season isn't Game of Thrones. That's 100% Game of yeah. Thrones. That that was, that felt so much, felt right. Felt Game of Thrones for sure. Agreed. And talking about twist again. So again, a couple dark Danny moments in this episode. Not subtle at all. That's the biggest one. She turns around. She's absolutely fuming, freaking out. And we also get a very emotional moment, no surprise, with Grey Worm, who I think could go in one of two ways. First of all, he told her to get to the skiff. That ended up in her being taken. He could blame himself. I think that's probably the way they're going to go. But he could also blame Danny, and this could be an excuse to kind of get him turning. We've already seen Varys and Tyrion having some questions. And so if this alternative presents itself, <coughs> uh, Grey Worm's somebody that I would have thought would have never gone with Danny. But as we were talking about before in our predictions or conspiracy theories, um, they've made a moment, multiple moments in the show to say, hey, you're, you're here of your own free will. If anyone ever wants to leave, you leave, like blah, blah, blah. And no one's ever done it. And I think that it could be an interesting move if they wanted to set up Grey Worm to kind of turn tail. For sure. Also a great point. Killing it today, Tony. Killing it. Oh, don't uh, don't stroke me too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know the whole gray worm thing. I think we all we all knew that wasn't gonna end 
happily. Um, oh, no, no, no. I kind of just wish she would have lived. Misande? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a good... I mean... Oh, I mean, I, li- I, I liked it. I liked I liked it, but yeah. I kind of just... Yeah. Great Game of Thrones moment. But yeah, total bummer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, again, so there were highs and lows for me for this show. Um, I like the way it ends. I love the the desperation. I actually... I mean, I, I feel like one dragon is enough. Because uh, I, think, I think we all felt like all the dragons were going to die by the end of this. I think it'll be interesting to see if Drogon makes it out of next episode. I think that would be awesome if he does. I mean, these guys seem to be very good shots with these scorpions, but for some reason, Drogon just repels damage yes. uh, from from arrows, from scorpions, from the Night King's magical from aim. a like hundred people stabbing him while climbing on him. Yeah, the dude is resilient, so uh, <coughs> we nev- you never know. And just just to point out, I may be wrong here, but I think all four of us, Jenna included, had Masande living this season. Let's jump back. Let's find out. Uh, one person had Masande dying. Oh. So I don't, but that that could have been Rob. I don't know who it was. Again, I sh- it would be a really long list if I wrote down who voted for what. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're, can we go through the... Do you guys want to do a quick mid-season check-in? Sure. How we we're should. doing? Just real quick. <clears throat> yeah, real quick. So uh, let's. I'm gonna run top down and see who's actually dead. Uh, we have lost Theon. Uh, that was three to two. So we are. I'm gonna give that a little check. Correct. We we nailed Theon. We have lost Jorah. Wait, what? We all had Jorah living. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Literally five to zero, we had Jorah surviving. Did we mean Jorah survives the battle? That's what no, I was this, was our, this was our predictions for the end of the oh, season. Oh, fuck, man. That's not... Which is interesting, because in the predictions for the battle, Jeremy, you did vote for Jorah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, so that... Okay, that's rough. Uh, Missande, yep, we were wrong about that. The Night King, we were five to nothing correct about that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Ding. Uh, Lil Sam, the jury's out there. <laughs> he, he might be dead. He might be hiding in a vagine. I don't know. Uh, Rhaegal, four to one. I believe Jenna was the one that had Rhaegal alive. Yeah. Um, but we're we're correct there. Ghost. Still kicking. We can't can't close it out yet. What was our vote on Ghost? Uh, four to one dead. Oh, I'm sure Jenna was the alive one there. You can't kill the puppy. She's too sweet. Yeah. Um, Liana Mormont. <laughs> Five to nothing. We had her surviving. Yikes. Not great there. To be honest, uh, I think her death has been one of the better deaths. It was good. It was a good death. It was. I I agree with Tony though. It was not a Game of Thrones death though. No. It was very no. much. Yeah. It was very much a. Fantasy, fan like fan servicey death for yeah. sure. Yeah, but I, I still I liked, liked it. it from her. It, they yeah. still killed her, which yeah. I mean, you, I think we overlook that. Like, if this was Lord of the Rings or something, like you would have never had a giant crush a child. No, it's like, true. It's a good point. No. Yep. Uh, Beric, we had four to one dying, so we're right there. 
Melisandre, five to nothing dead. Dead. So we nailed that. Uh, that's it. That's it. So we have had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I guess Ed isn't on this list. We didn't put down Ed. We didn't care. But he's dead. <laughs> Poor dead Ed. And that's it. That's it. That's where we're sitting so far. So thus far, it looks like we had uh, one, two, three, four, five correct and three wrong. But they were pretty wrong. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Oh, anything else from season eight, episode four? No good, bad, juggly moments. Yeah, this season's been a little rough for yeah, no the one, uh, no undead titties. We didn't GB, even get to see Brienne G- titties. GBJs. Yeah, the jeebs, the jeebages, the jeebages. But we do have scones. We always have scones. You can come to expect it from uh, us fine folk here. And I don't even think I said it at the top. Hans has the scone today, and uh, there was there was no mind made up about which citrus fruit to use, so they used them all. (laughs) It's a lemon lime orange scone. Tis. And how how tis? It was pretty good. So was it, at, was it a uh, lemon lime scone with orange in it? Or was media it like an orange scone with like lemon line uh, on top of it? Episodes and things I feel like, like that. Was like wedges uh, of fruit He's just inside? doing this to piss me off at this point to try and talk because over me. Um, no, but, um, no, uh, no. We will see you I next am Wednesday, you. of course, Fuck for season you. eight, <laughs> episode <you>. five, <laughs> Untitled. <laughs> you down with G-O-T? Yeah, you, you know me. Yeah, so the scone, actually, I am intrigued. Do do break it down. What was it? Uh, so there was really no... I was expect, And again, I, I don't know if it was just rind in there. Because there was really no chunks of any uh, flesh oh, <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, be, well, you could do it orange, I guess, maybe. I, yeah, because <laughs> I, feel like well. I feel like I've had... Maybe I'm mistaken. But I feel like I've had some you know, more citrusy-type fruit scones in the past here, which have been a little more fruity, fruit heavy. This was very subtle. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was the, the citrus, the, if you would have given me the scone and didn't tell me what flavor it was, I probably would have, you know, maybe guessed a little orange or a little some. I would not have guessed lemon lime orange. Well, all. that's so, I don't think you could ever possibly pick out all three of those. <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm saying I would have even been like on the fence about the citrus. It was not citrus. Oh, heavy. damn. Yeah. Okay. It That's was surprising because citrus- the citrus scones that I have had, my complaint is always it's a bit much. Yeah, no, super subtle. It was pretty good. But uh, I think if you, if you had a real sweet tooth, you wouldn't have been a fan. It was, uh, it was pretty plain. Interesting. Where was it from? Uh, Outpost Grocery. <laughs> Outpost Grocery. Uh, curious. We didn't even talk about it. <coughs> Favorite part. Oh, you're right. The Starbucks cup, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part. Uh, it was Rhaegal. I mean, I hated it, but like, it was the best part. It was hard to watch. I think, yeah, that was really good. I think I have to go... Uh, I think, other than the fact it looked nothing like King's Landing, I think <laughs> I do like the ending. Uh, I, the Masande scene just felt so Game of Thrones to me. Yeah, it was good. I yeah, thought yeah. That, I think that was my favorite part. Again, this huge is, bummer. I, 
Yeah, huge bummer. I think this is already playing into the thing, like, because my concern was they don't know, you know, tonally what to do from here. And I said, well, it could be now that we're pitting these main characters against each other, that that whole everyone is safe thing goes away real quick. And that seems to be coming to fruition. Uh, Because people are dying and dragons are dying. Like, my my favorite part of the show wasn't, I mean, I didn't like the way Jamie gets there. But I love that we have this tension of characters traveling to die, right? Ooh, yeah. Jamie, Arya, the Hound. Sure. Like, they they all essentially are saying, I'm going down there to die, but I'm going to kill someone. And I love that. Ooh, that's a great point. Yeah, there's... That moment with Arya was also on my top because... Just because we've had such... Like, we've just been begging her and the Hound to have just a little bit... And that was just a little bit, but it was pretty perfect. It was. Yeah. And I like his statement. He's like, you're going to leave me wounded to die? Yeah. Probably. Probably. (laughs) I was like, yes, you are. And I love that he smiles, which, you know, because there was uh, the whole uh, Hound and uh, Sansa thing. I didn't get that part at all. Like, I didn't find that. You didn't get it? What? You didn't get it? Well, I just didn't like it. It's like he's like, I could have saved you from being raped. And she's like, yeah, but being raped made me me. And I'm like, really? Raping you? Made you you? I don't know. Totally did. I mean. I don't know. I didn't care for it. I I didn't care for the hound thing with it. It just didn't It didn't need to be there. I liked the moment with Sansa of her whole, it's what happened to me that made me who I am. Right, for better right. or for worse. Like, it wouldn't have happened without everything that went that went down. Um I kind of liked the moment because I think we forget how much the Hound and Sansa kind of had. Yeah, he protects her almost as much as he protected Arya. Yeah, and that has just kind of we haven't had a little rekindling there. Right. Um, it was fast. It was interesting. I kind of uh, forgot about it to be honest. Yeah, it was in the scheme of what happens before and after. It was forgettable. Yeah. No, I just it was thinking of the whole. The Hound and Arya, and I'm like, oh, also the whole Sansa thing, so. I thought it kind of fit, because they, it seemed, to me, it seemed relatively natural, like, that's, you know, they haven't seen each other in a long time, and that's probably what he would say, like, you know, he's kind of just that character that he would be like, oh, you know, if you would have, if you would have just came with me, none of this would have happened, like, it just seems pretty natural, but I didn't mind it. So, on the topic of people going to die, what if you guys had to say Jamie's motivations right now? What is Jamie going to do? He's going south, obviously, right? Like he's going back to King's Landing for sure. Go next scene or next episode. It just starts him up in the north with the wildlings and ghost yeah. <laughs> and ghost. <laughs> uh, I I want to say I want to <coughs> say that he is going to try and talk sense into Cersei or maybe he's finally realized he's just gotta you know put an end to her but I don't know I also would not be surprised if they just fucking had, went back to his old ways and made him you know no go right back to Cersei I really hope not I could buy that they get like maybe that's where his head is at currently but I think once he gets there or something's gonna happen the, the, there's at least if he's not going with malicious intent it's gonna turn that way. It has to, for sure. Well, what well, I mean, said what do you think? In the North fighting for the living, right? 
The living yeah. one. So now he's going that, back to oh. fight with his family. <sighs> that is true. What do you think he's going to do when he sees... Because he doesn't know about Cersei and Euron, right? Uh, or does yeah, he? I don't, I don't know. He's not going to be happy about that if he doesn't. No, he knows about... I mean, he knows that they were betrothed because Euron had that moment of like, uh, what does she like? A finger in the bum? Like, oh, yeah, that's right. But mm. I don't I don't think he would know that she's telling him it's his baby or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, and I don't think Jamie thinks that he's going back down to a welcome either, right? Like, No, he, he walked... just found out Cersei wants him dead. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, I I just, yeah, I don't, so he's got to be going down there with the intent of doing something. I'm hoping so. Yeah, we'll we'll cross our fingers for some good stuff there. Uh, Hans, I was a little disappointed. This whole time, I was expecting to be talking over the sweet, sweet sounds of your neighbors fucking. (laughs) Yeah, they, uh, it's only, it's only, uh, it must only be a during the day thing, early morning thing. You have screamers? No, it's just there's some there's some construction upstairs, and we just uh, we had alternate theories. <laughs> we're playing we're playing Overwatch for a number of hours this past weekend, and uh, and it's just this constant, very arrhythmic, like boom, 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 like very, just like the most staccato intercourse ever. Uh, and then rapidly. Boom. <laughs> and then it did stop for a long time and yeah then it just started back up for a few minutes like it was great enjoyment and i was hoping we were going to get it on the podcast to immortalize it but alas. Uh, unfortunately no 